Hello everyone, after a while we're back and welcome to Crystal News, the podcast where you can learn English and learn about the international news around the whole globe. Hello Alejandro, how are you? How's it going? Well, I'm very good, thank you. But you know, it's uh, it's kind of funny that uh, we haven't been recording in quite a long time, but uh, we are here already, which is important and let's go with international news. Yes. By the way, and for those who didn't know, this is our second time recording this. <laughs> hey, no, those who didn't know, all the people didn't know because we only know that we did it. Okay, but I'm trying to make this more personal. <laughs> okay, yeah. So if you're listening to us and you wonder why we are we are not saying hello like you we usually do, it's because we already say hello for three minutes in the past and we already know what happened between the two of us. So thank you very much for yeah. listening to us. <laughs> in our imaginary scenario, thank you for listening to us. And well, to sum up, I'm very fine. What about you? How do you feel? I feel amazing for being back. I mean, it's kind of exciting to be in front of the microphone again. So I'm very happy. Wow, that's very, very cool. I'm happy for you. What about you? I'm kind of sleepy right now, to be honest. I've been staying up very, very late. So it's nine and a half and I'm very sleepy. <laughs> it's weird. I'm, I'm not sleepy, but you know, I'm kind of tired and I want to finish the book that I'm reading. So yeah, let's do this. Come on, chop, chop. Okay, well, let me let me start. You know that we always, always say that we are an international news podcast, but we never say any international news more than when Connor came, you know, very, very small news that we have. And uh, mm -hmm. we mo mainly focus on the on the U.S., I'm sorry, Mexico's uh, news. Yeah, and partially on the U.S., but not so international, like talking about Pakistan, about uh, Switzerland. Nope. Because nothing interesting happens in Switzerland. They're perfect. I'm going to find out something dirty about Switzerland. You're going to see. Well, but if you have it, trust me, we're going to discuss it here. That's the most important. <laughs> yes. Anyways, so I have a very, a very international news today. It happens in the same continent that we are in America. But it's very interesting because it involves a country that I love so much. I would love to know one day, but that is under a dictatorship right now. Mm. I don't know. It's, it looks like a pretty every Latin American country. Pretty Latin American country in this 20th century, at least. Exactly. So I'm going oh. to make a guess. Uh, you're going to talk about your nemesis. Exactly. The, the only politician that I hate with all my soul, whose name is Nicolás Maduro. But I'm not <laughs> going to talk exactly about him. I'm going to talk about one of the persons that is around him. Well, was around him. So, you know that when something very... Uh, so, to the, to the bad people and they have to accept the consequences. You know, that's that's a very beautiful moment. Yes, the poetic well, justice. Exactly, and I have the best justice in the world. So, today's case is a person called Hugo Carvajal, nickname or AKA El Pollo. If you don't know this person, 
Let's find out together. He was born on 1960 in Venezuela. I couldn't find the city, I'm sorry, but he was uh, born in Venezuela. He joined the military academy for the Bolivarian Army. He joined the army and became a very, very big rank. He became major general in the Venezuelan army during the Hugo Chavez administration. He was his right hand at the end of the day, one of his right hands, you know. Even they were very good friends because uh, both uh, Chavez and Carvajal, they were part of a coup in 1992, but they failed and got arrested. So as a friend, as friends, they were in the same jail. So relationship goals, bestie goals, things I, that I we mean, always want. I mean, to I, I, I don't think that you're a very good, a very good friendship should end up in jail, but okay. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> yeah, but they did. So okay. So how was how was the relationship during two thousand and four to two thousand eleven? He was chief of counterintelligence for the Maduro's administration, as well member of the uh, Direction of Services for Intelligence and Prevention, which acted like a political police. You know, it was like a, an army, a police uh, to the service of the of the government. It was like a Gestapo. It was like a you know all these police that, that were really bad, and they they were only on the to incarcerate the opposition, to even kill people that disagree with the regime. So it was so bad, this administration, that even Hugo Chavez dismantled it because it was corrupted and compromised by the mafias. It does it sound familiar, familiar to me? You? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does, Policia Federal. Anyways... Uh, so what we have is that during 2004, and I'm sorry, after Chavez's death, sorry, he became a very diplomatic man. He even became consul in Aruba by Maduro's decision, where he was to be uh, uh, put in trial, but it didn't work. You know why? Why? Tell me, tell me, tell us. He was very good. He was the diplomatic, uh, uh, how do you say, immunity. Oh, yes, the diplomatic immunity. It is something pretty interesting. Yes, and it should be studied more because I think that uh, it, it's kind of weird. You know, I mean, it, will, it should be really, really, uh, you know, putting a trial that idea of the in, uh, immunity that you have as a diplomatic man or woman. I don't know why it was invented even. But, but anyways, um, so, but the story, the love story between Maduro and, y, and, and, and Carvajal had an end when, on 2019, he supported the legitimate president of Venezuela. That Venezuela has right now the, the legitimate president, Juan Guaidó. So they broke up together. They broke up. The betrayal brother. Like they say in Square Movie, it was? Or was it in Blonde Chicks? I don't remember, actually. Sorry. I, I don't remember, but yes, he betrayed him. Because, you know, when your life or where when your freedom is in risk, you betray. 
Exactly, but, like we say in Spanish, donde calientan las bordas, se mueve la exactly. gente. Exactly, exactly. And the gordos were better with Guaidó, the tortillas. So he went with exactly. Guaidó. After that, he moved to Spain, okay? He was trying to avoid jail in Spain. But he's so important right now because the United States Treasury Department charges him of storing drugs from the old movement from Las Farc and providing guns from them. Also, he's been charged with drug trafficking from cocaine, of cocaine, sorry, from Venezuela to Mexico. 5.6 tonnelates. 5.6 tonnelates of cocaine from Venezuela to Mexico. He's also been charged with gun-related crimes on 2019, 2020, sorry, 2019, 2014, and 2011 in several cities in the United States, such as Miami and New Jersey. So the important thing on this is that he was arrested on September 2021 in Spain, where, as I said, he has been for the last two years asking for political asylum. And then when his political asylum got rejected, he uh, he uh, made himself, well, he went to a clinical, of course, but he did a plastic surgery in order to avoid the scanners. He tried to change his face. He changed it, actually, but it, as we can see, it didn't work. Sadly, because supposedly facial surgeries are very effective and uh, you seem like very unrecognizable. Yo sí, la Tigresa del Oriente. That was very different. Yeah, but she did plastic surgery in a bad way, not like in a, you know... We don't want to think about it. <laughs> Anyways, so why he's so important? He has been collaborating with the Spanish Justin uh, to avoid being sent to the United States, where he's been asked to face the justice. Sadly for him, this extradition was accepted on October the 20th by the Spanish Supreme Court. My goodness, that's not a happy ending. It is not. The most important is what has he been saying? So he has, during his collaboration, he's been saying one of the most shocking things, he revealed how the Chavez administration gave money from Petróleos Venezuela, which is the power state uh, organization, uh, to the left Spanish party, Podemos. According to the news portal Europa Press, Uh, Chavez issued an order to send 6.7 million United States dollars to the CEPS Foundation, which is directly linked to the Podemos party. Also, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Carvajal handed an, an issued an, an order, sorry, issued by the dictator Nicolás Maduro to deposit $142,000 to the three founders of Podemos. Carolina Vescanza, Jorge Lago, and Ariel Jerez. Those names are already on the Spanish justice. And even the Spanish justice, they had, uh, they were suspicious about them, uh, about this, this case exactly, uh, since 2016 or 2017. 
and they finally have the proof that these three persons accepted money and that the foundation accepted money, illegal money, from Petróleos de Venezuela. Also, wow. the best, the, the worst, the worst to me, the worst crime, besides, you know, Las Farc also, he's been accused of being part of the Cartel de Soles from 29, I'm sorry, uh, 1999 to 2019. According to Inside Crime, this organization has been active since 1993 when two generals from the Venezuelan National Guard were investigated from crimes of drug trafficking. The name Cartel de Soles comes from these two generals carry two sons as their military rank. The cartel has been accused of being under the Chavez administration and now under Maduro's administration, which is extremely huge. Because if this is proof to be uh, to be true, you know, this means that there is a cartel that it's been on the hands of the government, you know, that the government is linked to the trafficking of cocaine, marijuana, uh, any any drugs, or as well, human trafficking. I know that this happens in all of the uh, Latin American countries, but this is the very first one that we have proof, and they want to be, and they are in trial right now with two persons, uh, Alex Carvajal, El Pollo Carvajal, sorry, in the in the United States, in Spain, sorry, and there is another man called Alex Sab who is already in Miami, being in trial also for being, uh, you know, the person Testaferro is the name in Spanish for Nicolas Maduro. So it's amazing that two very close people to Maduro are now in jail, in trial. Sorry, that was huge. <laughs> that was very it big. Is. It is very big. And you're mentioning that two of them, right? Yes. I mean, I don't Maybe. have all the information about Sap, but yes, he's also in jail and he's been saying a lot of things. Maybe more people will start to fall in the crimes and the all illegal things during the Chavez regimen and the Maduro regimen are going to start being discovered. But in my personal opinion, Maybe some uh, dirty things are going to be discovered, but things that are not directly involved with the United States, because we know that this country wants to be the savior of anything and everyone. So it's going to be pretty interesting what El Pollo is going to say during the court. So I'm going to be stay tuned with that. It's just that look, this is this is the best part. The United States and the Spain administration uh, and the Spanish government, sorry, they both are working in order to know this information. But right this week, this week I think that on Wednesday or yesterday, today's Friday, the fifth, uh, this the international uh, court, they are ready. They are going to start an investigation on the Venezuela's administration during the 2017 riots or protests, actually there were protests, uh, and all the crimes against humanity that were committed there. There is a crime that I do not forgive to Maduro, and that is the worst thing you can do. He burned, because he burned a trailer full of medicine and food. That is a very huge crime against humanity, and it should be put on trial, and if he is guilty, he should be in jail. If he's not in jail in the United States, he should be in jail in La Haya. Because right now also, 
the Drug Informants Administration from the United States, La DEA, they are they have a reward of ten million dollars if you have information that can lead to uh, capture Nicolas Maduro because all his crimes with the Cartel de Soles. Hmm. Are people going to talk? That's the question because Maduro is a very important political figure. So mm, that's the thinking there. Oh, I yeah. hope that justice and I is. Hope... Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go I, ahead. I hope that justice will be made, but I don't think so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but I, I really hope so. I just so. want the... Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I, it's for the Venezuelan people, and I hope that they, it's for better for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's okay. a dark country. Well, so... It has a dark history, so... That that makes um that makes things complicated. Yeah, but at least there are there are things that, that can be taken. So I hope uh, the justice is made. He, if he's guilty, he should be put in a jail. If he's not, he should be free. I know he's guilty, but the justice has to prove it. Well, Hopefully, so because what do you have for us? Changing the topic. Jail. What do you have for us? Okay, um, I have a happy, I'm very, very happy news, very, very happy. And after a whole year without this contest that for me as, a, as an aspirant to be a diplomatic member of Mexico, uh, finally, the contest of the Secretaría de Relaciones Exteriores to be part of the diplomatic service or administrative service at the same secretary, it's open for everyone. And besides, it's pretty interesting because the contest hasn't been uh, open since the two, since 2019, if I remember well. But a few days ago, after the anniversary of 200 years of the Secretaria, finally, we have this contest. Do you know what is this contest about, right? I don't. Sorry, I don't. So please inform me, inform me, please. Okay. To be part of the diplomatic body of Mexico, you need to pass a, ser a series of trials. These trials involve exams of political, uh, political historical moments in Mexico, uh, international relations, the diplomatic relation between the USA. Uh, of course... Mexican history since the pre-Hispanic cultures to modern history. So it's a very, very, very complete exam. It has okay. many, many, many. Sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. You were, uh, I didn't get it. So can you, can you continue, please? Sorry. Okay. It has many, many subjects, like I told you. And besides, you need to have a test for the uh, profession to show proficiency in some language. It can be English, it can be Arabic, it can be Japanese, it can be French, or any of the other languages recognized by the World Work Organization. So, okay, and it's what a series. Is about? So, if I, if I, if I, if mm -hmm. I am in this, and if I pass the exams, what am I going to get? You're going to get, my, my dear friend, the chance to be part of the diplomatic 
a body, but before that, you're going to get the chance to study in the uh, in the school which every diplomatic member has studied in the whole history since the uh, since their since their foundation, the Institute Matias Romero, named by that because of the first ambassador of Mexico, Matias Romero. And this school is huge. It's really, really important. It's like the, I'm not going to say this, but I'm going to say this. It's like the jail for everyone that wants to be part of the diplomatic body. So it's so important. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And with this contest, you get the chance to study there. It's a free chance and they give you a scholarship and everything. So it's amazing. It's an amazing opportunity to start your career as a diplomatic member. It's so, so awesome. And as you can see, I'm pretty excited about it because I'm going, I'm baby, I'm going to give it a chance because it's one of my dreams. And I know that uh, the people that may listen to this and want to be a part of the diplomatic body are going to give also a chance. The thing here is that there are only 50 uh, places, 50 places. So it's going to be like the Hunger Games for everyone. May the Hunger Games, so uh, I'm sorry. May the Hunger Games start, and the truth be with you. I don't remember the. the may word, the, I'm doing may the, the odds be with you. May the odds be with you. I I already have the three fingers up. Eh? Okay. <laughs> no, it's going to be something amazing. It's going to be something amazing, and well, I'm pretty excited. Like I told you, I'm pretty pretty excited. So let's hope for the best for every candidate. Let's hope that young people are accepted because the government needs more young people. We need the I youth guess. to prosper. We need the youth to make huge changes. And besides, this is going to be maybe controversial, but young people are investing tons of time in political and political issues, in diplomatic issues. So It's going to be pretty, pretty interesting to see how or relationships or the way that Mexico works in the international environment is going to change with these new members. How can I, if I want to be part of it, how can I look for it? Okay, you can go to uh, the official website of Secretaría de Relaciones Exteriores. Then you have this apartado in actions, this section in actions, and it takes you directly to the contest. We have two branches. We have the diplomatic branch and the administrative branch. So if you want to be part of the diplomatic, you need to go to that uh, website to check the whole, uh, yeah. to check the whole list of qualities that you need to have, the process and everything. But if you want to be administrative, It's also hard because it is a series of trials, an exam about your skills, an exam about general culture, and you need to have another language. So it isn't easy to be part of the or this organization. It isn't easy at all. And if you win, your boss is going to be Marcelo Brad. Uh, could you repeat, please? Yeah, sorry. If you win, your boss is going to be Marcelo Brad. So, very good. Yes! <laughs> Or Pug. I love I love that man. Anyway, so I, uh, I hope that too. the best for you. 
I, I hope that the best for you and I really hope that you try it and I really hope that you can have it since this is their, the thing that I really, really like. And uh, maybe, you know, we can have an ex-ambassador, a woman ambassador in another maybe? country. That would be amazing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm not going well, to illusionate. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. But of hope so. So please, please keep me informed. And so anything, any any other questions, any other, any other things, sorry, that you want to discuss? Mm, not quite. What about you? Well, Los Oyes in jail, that is the most expensive dinner in the history Ooh, after that's good. Uh, eating at a at, uh, duck. But uh, I think that there is no more news. Actually, there is it's very, very big, this. Um, Marce uh, sorry, Los Oyes already in jail. Uh, he's going to, he has 30 more days to deliver the proof, but he's already in jail as a cautious. Uh, as a cautious. So, yes, he's in jail and... Well, so he met the jail actually for the first time. He already went. He had to pass all the the journalists, which was something that I know that the the, the fiscalia did in order to uh, to piss him off, you know. And there are very good reasons to do it because he really mocked of the Mexican uh, the fiscalia. And uh, even though Gertz Manero, as I have read in all these articles, has been moving the law in order to put him in jail. He already deserves to be in prison. Uh, Rosario Robles didn't come out also. There is also um, a, a very big news that Rosario Robles didn't win the um, the trial in order to leave jail, which is, was real because that's why Lozoya now is in jail because he was in jail. He was free, but Rosario was in inside the jail. So it was pretty weird why one was free and the another one was in jail. So I hope the best for this trial also. I hope that the justice is made. If he was, if he's guilty, then also he should be put in, in jail. That's it. I Let's have. hope that. Okay. It's going to be pretty interesting. Well, so if there is nothing else that we can discuss, thank you very much, Andra, for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me and hopefully see you in another meeting. <laughs> and now hopefully we are going to okay well so thank Goodbye. you very much for being here and see you see you next week goodbye thank you bye